Well, hello there, folks. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Death, Taxes, and Comedy. In this episode, I had a conversation with a bright and intelligent woman named Jacqueline, who is a former Marine, and she is pursuing a degree in the psychology field, which is uh, something where she says that she wants to help people and give back to them and help them out with their lives. And yeah, it was a very interesting episode. Um, I hope you enjoy this conversation as you listen in and you get something out of it. So thanks. Testing one, two. Okay. Testing. 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 Ooh. All right. See how you have to talk into the mic? Got it. Please. Can you please talk into the mic? I would really appreciate that. Yes, I may. A little bit louder. Really? You see? Yeah. You see those... uh, Those bars right there? See I all see the waves? The bars. Yes. All right. So I need to be louder. Those are sound. There you go. You see that? I like that. Look at that. Oh my goodness. You're putting a little oomph in there. Like a oomph. It's oomph. Um, not oomph. No. I, I like changing things. All right. Very well. It's my reality and you're Do in you? it. Yeah. Okay. It's my reality okay. and you're in it. Thank you very much. Got it. I make the rules. And I and, play by them. And you play by them. Exactly. Or I'm supposed to. You're supposed to follow the instructions on the box. <laughs> Got it. All right. You have to read all the instructions. Or do you just look at the picture and you put things together? Is that yes, what you do? I am a typical guy. Uh, uh, whoa. <laughs> you are a typical guy? That's why you did That's say what you, guys do. You did say you were a, uh, a tomboy, tomboy, right? Yep. Growing up? Exactly. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we have here today is a special guest another special guest she's oh. a she's a she's what i call a uh, normal folk <laughs> because i like to have normal <laughs> folks on my show right okay. I, because there's no celebrities at this point that i haven't come in contact with are you also a celebrity by the way not yet not yet the keyword being yet yet i like it although <laughs> this individual <laughs> this strong oh lord Woman, <laughs> mentally, physically, emotionally, uh, is uh, working on a, a few things, and she's actually going after her PhD in psychology. Correct. Specializing in what field? Fill in the blank, please. So it's going to be PTSD and sexual trauma for our military. Nice. And I believe, oh, by the way, I don't think I mentioned her name, did I? No, I don't think I did. No. It's Jacqueline. Thank you. Jacqueline. Jacqueline? No. Jacqueline. Jackie? No. You no hate Jackie? Jackie? You no hate Jackie? Jackie? Yes. <laughs> I was going to call you that when I first met you. And I God, said, no. <laughs> but that would have been so memorable, though. No. You would have been like, that jerk called me Jackie, and I hate that so much. Everybody else calls me by my regular name. What if I just called you C? That's awesome. <laughs> I no. love it. See, nobody's ever called me C before. But I didn't even ask. I've been I just called, called Carlos. <laughs> Carlos? I've been called Chavez. How do we get that? I have no idea. Interesting. Caesar? Yeah. Carlos? It's not even close. Not even no. close. No. Let's get back to the topic here because we are getting distracted. There's a lot of squirrels in the head. <laughs> I think I mentioned that on one of the other episodes where I mentioned um, about meeting somebody that told me about squirrels in the head this is her because i actually <laughs> did bring it i brought that up on one of the other episodes i said yeah i met somebody who mentioned to me about squirrels in the head and i said yeah i got that i got plenty of those yeah we do chase and squirrels. nuts <laughs> and some of us squirrels and nuts got uh, it. so okay so anyway so you're gonna you're pursuing a phd correct in the field of psychology clinical psychology clinical psychology how's that going well um it's going i mean it's without struggle that's to say the least but i don't think anybody wants a doctor that walked through it that was easy to obtain i wouldn't want that no (laughs) i want to find out that they got in debt to become doctors because that means they're they're committed to this well it's two hundred and ten thousand dollars after all is said and done yeah it is it is definitely gonna yeah well my my hat's off to doctors though (laughs) because we need them okay so i have to share an interesting fact i did my first residency and i was quite excited to learn that did you know that only two percent of the world is doctors two percent of the world that's it only two percent Whoa. And then there's, there's all kinds of doctors, right? There's doctors that specialize in particular areas. Correct. So yeah. you're telling me that mixed in those 
that two percent there's across the board anybody that's got a doctorate right medical 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 or mm -hmm. correct yep so an md or a phd or a psyd there's two percent of the world wow yeah so i think that puts it in perspective a lot no not at all so it's not easy it really isn't wow it does not come without sacrifice and struggle yeah mentally physically emotionally in all aspects that is correct anything that ends with lee <laughs> yes financially right <laughs> mentally mentally i think yeah yeah wow two percent two percent i am shocked by that i thought that, i thought it would be much higher than that no it, what do you think why do you think that is what's keeping well i think it's i think it's the expense twofold i think it's the expense and i also think it's the level of commitment that it takes and when you think about it there's more than two percent that apply and start their program they just don't complete it oh so it's like it's probably similar to lawyers maybe they'll start law school and then they just you know they're excited they come in gung-ho ready to go and then um and then kind of reality sets in and the struggle becomes real wow in many ways in many ways. They lose passion, then they say, I want to do something else. Well, and I think I think some of it is, uh, I think some of the things that deter people is not just the, not just the time or the money, but the fact that um, there's a lot more sacrifices that you're making that you don't see. It's more what I call behind the scenes. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. I know. But I am I am still amazed by the percentage that's because we need more. Well, obviously, we're always going to need doctors. Absolutely. So it's an ever growing field. So what about the psychology field that you've gotten yourself into? What do you know the percentage of that? I don't. That I do not see. Know. That would have been I a good check one. Check that out. I think you need to check that. Okay, out. I'm on it. Please do that because that would be a great one. <laughs> that would be good to know, right? Because I I I feel that there's so much there's so many psychologists out there. Oh, right. There's, no, 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 I don't think so. I did. I did a research on those that are in our area. You did. They, they're not marriage and family therapists. They're actual psychologists or psychiatrists. And from Temecula, Marietta, Wildemar, there's not that many. Because there is different types of psychologists that deal with different kinds of well, patients no, no, or no, real no. people, right? No, you have psychologists and then you have psychiatrists, but then you have those that are counseling. So that could be oh. that could be um, that could be a marriage and family therapist. Okay. So they have their masters. That's pretty much. They have their masters. Social workers are considered counselors. So when you get your PhD, for example, what do you bring or what can you provide? What do you bring to the table when somebody goes after their PhD? Like, what are you allowed to do and what are you not allowed to do? Oh, gosh. Well, there, there's a lot. I mean, how much time do we have? A lot. No. <laughs> We don't have that much this time. Is, this is, we have a lot. Don't worry about it. We have time. All right. This could be edited. Right. I have assignments that are due. True. <laughs> she she does have assignments that are due. She t- she mentioned that to me before we even got started. Yes. And I said, fantastic. I like that in a woman, someone who has got things focused. to do and focus determined. And yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and be that squirrel that distracts her for the moment. <laughs> at this point nice because again we were we were discussing actually that i wanted to have this conversation with her and i said i i want to get you on here so we could talk about some of the things that you're doing because now she's excited she actually wants to do her own podcast i do that's Is what that... she was mentioning to me right <laughs> yes i do i she, think it'd be she didn't want to she didn't want to reveal it yet but right. would you like to give us maybe a little, just a little something? Uh, so, okay. I'll give you a little. All right. A little, little nibble. A little nibble, please. A little peanut butter. Um, uh, jelly. So, <laughs> all right. So I, um, I grew up in an all-military family. I, uh, my father served. I served. I married a Marine. Um, and then now my son is getting ready to leave for the military. And so my whole focus in life is about giving back to those that are serving those are still serving so i want to create a podcast that's going to allow me to share resources information with our military families service members and their spouses including parents as well wow now of course we all want a backstory we like backstories 
Okay. Briefly, I mean, you could you don't have to go into detail, but obviously, I see. I like it when somebody gets into a field because they're passionate about why they want to get into it. Agreed. I've met many, plenty of teachers that get into teaching because they get summer breaks because it works around their schedule. And that to me is like, wait a minute. So you, you didn't get into the teaching to help out kids? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you don't care. There, so, are, there are those out there. Right. Okay. So if you could tell us why, why are you passionate about this field? Um, well, so as I mentioned, my dad was in the military. And so, uh, so, you know, my, I look at growing up what it was like for my mom and for my dad and where there were struggles for both of them. And so I think this allows me to, I I look at the fact when I'm out there to help other people, I look at the fact that, you know, they've been in the situations that my parents have been in. Hmm. And it's going to afford me the opportunity. Uh, my day job currently uh, allows me to give back to those serving. And I focus on resources, information, referrals, things like that. Um, but that position is, it's going away. So it's going to be reconfigured. So the unit that I currently service, they won't have that ability. They won't have that access anymore. I take pride in what it is that I do, and I know that I've been able to make a difference with not just the service members, but with their spouses as well, helping them get employment, helping them get educated, going back to college, um, just the resources that are available, not only through the military, but through the state as well. Mm. I've, I've put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into you know, doing all the research for them because let's face it, sometimes it can be challenging. Sometimes we really don't know where to begin. And I've had those experiences, so I know where to begin. So why not take my time and, and put it together for them? Gotcha. Providing value. Absolutely. Especially since you served. How many and how many years did you serve? Uh, so I served 12 years. 12 years. Mm-hmm. And you were mentioning about being the minority in the military, right? Yes. So as a, f- well, as a female in the Marine Corps, yes. Hmm. And what's that percentage again? As about 10% when I was serving. 10%. Correct. 10% of the Marine Corps is women. And you were based in? Camp Pendleton primarily. Okay. So that was my first duty station and that's where they retired me out of. Wow. And then you made the transition into the position that you're in right now. Correct. So, uh, so there was, there was a gap. I owned my own business. Um, and when I retired, that's what I continued with. And then I got back into my education, pursuing my degrees. And then there were some changes in my life circumstances that, um, you know, caused me to want to get back out there and look for new employment. And at that time, my best friend had turned me on to the fact that this program that I'm currently in, the position I currently hold existed because it was not available. It wasn't even around when I was in. Mm. So when he told me about it, he's like, you're the perfect fit. You were a military child. You know, you served yourself and then you were a spouse to a military service member. So you're well-versed and rounded in all of it. So when I interviewed, I found that that was definitely something that appealed to them, to the unit itself. And then obviously you wanted to get also into the field of psychology because some of the struggles that you had in your own personal life that you were dealing with growing up, right? That is correct. Absolutely. So my dad had done uh, two tours in Vietnam. Uh, First tour, he was shot, came home, um, and then he was sent back out. And so he definitely had PTSD as a result of it. And it was challenging times for my mom and I growing up in that type of environment where he was not getting treated. He was not getting treated for it. And back then it was considered shell shock. And we were, I'm going to say that the psychology field, they were still trying to understand it. So, and it was, it was definitely not something that was as well received as it is now. Wow. Okay. And then, so how could I, how could I say this, but how far has the treatment for people in the armed services or like how far has it come? I mean, it, 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 obviously it's not where it should be because there's still a lot of struggles, right? Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know if those struggles will ever come to an end. I mean, there's continuous research that's being done by the department of defense to aid in that, to assist in that. But we've made strides over the over the past few decades. By far, we've made humongous strides in that particular arena, if you will. 
Mm, okay. But I think that it's like with anything, there's always going to be continuous um, opportunity for development and growth in that area. Okay. And development and growth is something that you're passionate about. Most definitely. Right. As a mother of two boys. Absolutely. You want the best for them. Yes. And you want to see them grow into awesome men. Yes. I mean, so far, I think you're doing a good job. Thank you. Right. I mean, I I met your son the other day. So I was, it was he, he definitely looks like a, I mean, he's a, he works. Yes. That's always awesome when your kids work, right? I know. He's a senior he's responsible. and he works two jobs. Two jobs. <laughs> As a senior in high school. And then he's got future plans. Yes. So he's applied for colleges and he's going to do a four year here in Southern California. And then he's looking to do ROTC and join the military as well. Mm. But he wants to go in as an officer. Ah. He would be the first officer in our family. What? Yeah. Really? So I'm actually really excited. If I can, I'd love to share. Um, share. Please do. Okay. Share so Ancestry.com. Right. Uh, I, a few years back, I was a bit intrigued and wanted to research. And so I went back as far as I could. And I found out that I had family that served all the way back as far as the Civil War. Whoa. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. So we're a long, that long line of military. Ama- wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've always, I've always been interested in, in Ancestry.com, but I, um, I don't know. Maybe it might not work for my family. I don't know. I, I ran into a problem on my mom's side because my mom is from Germany. Germany, right? So it's very so that's challenging. Why, if you're not from here, from yeah. the country, which my parents are not. They mm-hmm. were born in Mexico. So that you would be You could a tough potentially one. run into some problems, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I did as much, as much research as I could in two months. Gotcha. So, but two it was months. Good. In two months, yeah. I, oh, wow. I had time to devote. <laughs> wow. And but, I was on a mission. Apparently, and yeah. you did good at it. I did, I did. So I was, I was really excited though, and I, I don't know if I'm the first female who served, maybe, but I definitely know that I'll be the first female in my family that's got a, you know, two bachelor's degrees and then going for a PhD and then going to go for another degree after that. Because one thing that you did mention to me last time was that it was a surprise for your dad when you joined the military, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, it, it definitely was. And when he found I joined the Marine Corps, well, huh. he didn't like it, <laughs> no, <right>? no. <laughs> he asked me what the heck I was thinking in not so nice terms. Really? <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> he was not happy. But it's too late when you're in it, right? By the time you're, it's that's it. You signed yeah, up. Yeah, I already and signed up. And you didn't up. even tell him. No, no, I didn't. So, but I will tell you, I mean, once I came back from boot camp and I, you know, I'd I'd been in the Marine Corps a little while, uh, my parents live 10 minutes from a military base, the Air Force base, right? And so every time we would go on the base, he would be like, oh my God, this is my daughter. This is Jacqueline. She's a Marine. (laughs) Proud father. Very proud. Yes. So at first he wasn't proud, but he, well, it's not that he wasn't proud. It wasn't that he was proud. Yeah. It was just, I think it was more, he was disappointed because he said his word choices were something to the effect of you had other options, Jacqueline. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. And did you have other options? Well, of course. I mean, you've got the Air Force, the Coast Guard, you know, the Marines, the Navy. Oh, as in other arm. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he just didn't want the Marines for you. Correct. So you could have joined any other armed force, but except- he would have been fine. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's okay. just the Marine Corps is known to be the most challenging of all. Well, Don, God, you did mention you like challenges. I do. Because you're a challenging woman. Yes. Right. You're okay. not your normal female. Right? I mean, there's some women out there that don't like challenges, but you definitely yeah. oh, no, I... dive head first. Absolutely. You are. Yeah. You're in the you're in the front lines. That's for sure. Yeah. Anything that you would like to tell, you know, the public about psychology, anything that that would help them? What do you? Um, I, the only thing I would say at this point in time is to be open because mm. a lot of people, I think when, when you say, uh, you know, I'm seeing a therapist, it's, it's for most people, they see it as a negative and it's not, I think everybody can benefit from talking to someone. And, and the other thing I would love to clear up is the fact that a therapist's job is not to tell you what to do. Mm. That's not their job. That's your job. So they're just there to basically lead you down a certain path to help to help you realize 
Okay, because at the end of the day, you still have to cook for yourself. Right, you're the words. one that has to make the decision of what to do. There's eggs, there's bacon. Right. There's bread, your, there's there, peanut butter. your breakfast. There's jelly, decide. Absolutely. There's the vegetables and fruits, make your smoothie. Absolutely. So they're just there to provide that. And, and, and plus give you some nutritional facts about these, these things. I mean, that's what right. it comes down to. Some insight, but we are like... They're psychologists. That's not their job. Psychiatrists is not their job. Our job is not to tell you what to do. It's to help you facilitate on your own, come to the conclusion on your own of what it is that you need to do for you. That's interesting. But a lot of people think that we're there to tell you what to do. And, and that's inaccurate. You know, and that's a good point because sometimes people actually don't want to see a therapist or a psychologist, I mean, a uh, psychiatrist for the reason that they feel that if I go see them, mm-hmm. I am screwed up mentally. And like, that, something's wrong with me. Yeah, but you know what? So I think with that, right? So what I've learned thus far, that can be cultural. That can be based on how you were raised in your family. Mm-hmm. So it, it goes back to what I was saying before. I think there's a negative connotation to it, but there shouldn't be. Because all you're doing is you're sitting down and talking to someone who's not on the inside of your circle. They can get perspective because they're they're on the outside. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's so true. I I've definitely dived into that a lot. We've had con- we've had conversations about this where I I've, I really dove into it, and I mean I myself I'll share that for a long time, and, and it's so true. I I was one of those people that said, "Why am I going to go talk to somebody? I can mm-hmm. just talk to my family maybe, and, and just tell them what's going on." But it is different when you talk to a complete stranger that is there simply to just listen. And for some reason that helps. And like you said, they they do give you this path for you to kind of walk them, but you still have to walk yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. You have to go down the path and figure it out. And the difference is too, they're professionals. They've been trained. Mm-hmm. And in the years of experience that they've been in it. Correct. Right? Correct. And there's different forms of therapy that's effective just depending on what what the, you know, what the issues may be. So mental health, like nowadays, obviously, it's it's affecting it affects everybody. Right. Absolutely. Mental health is in fact, mental health is everything. Psychology is everything. Well, mental health, that's all about resiliency for us as human beings, period. And, And if you need. I mean, there are times when maybe you're able to do it on your own and there are times maybe that you can't, right? Mm-hmm. There's things where you might need some medication for it, right? Yes. Touchy subject on that one. Like maybe it's, I'm it's not more a, technical. Yes, absolutely. It, I think there's a lot more when it comes to medication, mm-hmm. but I'm a huge advocate for there. There are those out there that are chemically imbalanced that do need medication to help right. with the balance. I believe that most instances, it's just merely the opportunity of helping others identify new coping skills. Coping skills. Correct. Of how to deal with things that are coming at them in life. The biggest thing is, so I have uh, someone who's near and dear to me who I've known for, I don't know, about a year now, maybe a little bit less. And um, he's in his early 20s, has some personal struggles due to physical, Mm. right? And um, so I sat back and I said, well, what are you doing for yourself? Where is your release with all the stress that you have going on? What do you do for you? Because that's the thing I think we forget. We forget to take care of ourselves. We have to have me time. And that me time is different for everybody. So for some people, it's, I I have a girlfriend who loves to bake. She is a phenomenal, she's a phenomenal cook. And that's her release is cooking. Hmm. For others, it could be drawing. My mom used to sketch. That was her release. So it's different for everybody. For a lot of, I know a lot of the Marines that I work with, their release is going to the gym. And letting it out in the gym. And that's a healthy, effective way to do it by far. But it's different for each of us. So I think it, it's just dependent on the situation and the person. But I think that the most relevant point out of all of that is we have to take care of ourselves and we have to have me time. Me time. Me time. Me time. So that could be hiking. 
Yes, hiking is my release. That's your release. That is my release. That, I hike religiously. You're, yeah, you mentioned that. You, I love you it. You tell me that that's what you like to do, especially mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning. Yes. Today you did not do it, right? No, so tomorrow is it. <laughs> you skipped it. Oops. But it was worth it. What, really? It, it was. was worth it? Okay. All right. That's good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. No, you're right. I, I Sometimes you have to replace certain things right if there's things that are it's like just habits there's certain habits are bad for you right and i think we get in a routine and that that's why it's so important that we take a step back and look like what is it and then just basically replace it with something new right it's just learning a new coping skill so there's for some people that Oh, hold on. I'm so sorry. Can I interrupt you for a second? You sure can. Okay, so I'll give you a prime example. So <clears throat> I uh, I know someone that when they get stressed out, they instantly go shopping. Ooh. So Did it's you? a release, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know there's actually a 12-step program for that. For yeah, There's even a support group called Debtors Anonymous. So it's like gambling. It's like drugs. It's like alcohol. There is a high that you get from it. But there can also be a crash and burn that comes afterwards, which is, oh, my God, I just realized I I maxed out that whole credit card. Wow. And one shopping, one shopping period. Wow. But it felt really really good while I was doing it. And I love everything that I got. Yes. So there are so many things out there. There are so many things out there people are not aware of. But we cope in different ways. And that clearly is an unhealthy coping mechanism. So when I say finding healthy ways to cope, that I'm talking about replacing that. So if I'm a if I'm a compulsive shopper, I need to fix that because mm-hmm. for me that would end up leading to problems and those financial problems can snowball. They can start out small, like ah, oh, you know what? This month I'm going to have to pay the electric bill but not the water bill. I'll get that next month. <laughs> and then it starts to snowball because now I'm I'm getting so much satisfaction from shopping. <laughs> that I'm spending so much money and I'm not able to maintain what I need to maintain. Wow. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, we all cope differently, but, uh, I've seen that get the best of some people that are close to me. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's, there's addictions for everything, right? Right. I'm addicted to pizza, 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 good pizza, pizza. good pizza. It's gotta be good pizza, right? Yes. Pepperoni pizza. (laughs) Yes. And Supreme minus the mushrooms. Uh, minus why mushrooms? What's the thing? What's I just don't like just the don't taste like of mushrooms. Right? <laughs> that like is it. Fungus. That's it. I love that fungus. <laughs> Things awesome. There's so much nutrition in that, uh, that that fungus. Fungus. Yeah, and plus it does give. You know, it really doesn't. It doesn't give much flavor, but it, it just, has flavor if you don't like it. I guess so. <laughs> You might have to tell me the backstory on that one. There's always something like, why don't you like that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't like the taste. Really? Yeah. I don't like it fresh and I don't like it cooked. I just don't like it. Picky, picky. I know. But it de- I fresh, it doesn't have an odor. But when it's cooked, it has an odor. I don't like the smell of it and I don't like the taste of it. I don't know why. I just don't. It's been noted <laughs> that you do not like that. <laughs> wow so pizza though pepperoni pizza is good heck yeah that's good for the mind too right it's not good for the body it's not good for the body but it's so <laughs> fulfilling to the mind it's like ah oh, there's something about pizza though right it's fulfilling you're, especially to when you're watching buds. a game yes well there you go especially when you're watching a game or some sporting event like as a kid i remember hey after a, a baseball game or a football game we're gonna go eat pizza that was the treat. yes yes or a hot dog or a, no don't give me a hot dog i wanted pizza i I love pizza pizza, pizza and beer pizza pizza and beer is a good combo not at that age though yes. not, not at that age, <laughs> that age no. not at that age but it's definitely We're keeping it adult yes for kids it's soda <laughs> no no soda is not good for kids i know but you cannot eat pizza without some sort of a soft drink sure you can really yes you don't need something sweet Please tell me. Well, you could have lemonade. What are you talking worse. about? I mean, they're both. They're lemonade both. and pizza should not go together. That's <laughs> oil and water. What do you? That is no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair it enough. It has to be carbonated. Root beer. <laughs> root beer. Sure. Root beer sounds good. It's got to be a carbonated drink. Thank you very much. Okay. Wait. Did you say root beer? Because you like root beer. I love root beer. Really? I'm not a big soda girl, but I do love me a good root wow. beer. Wow. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be beer. Coke for me. It's got to right. be a delicious red can Coke. It's got to be red. Well, what about the Coke that comes from Mexico? Tastes different. It tastes, I think, too sweet. Oh. It's like, that's why I don't like Pepsi. I'm not a Pepsi fan because oh. it's too sweet. Interesting. You like Pepsi? No, I, I don't really do soda. That's right. I do root beer once in a blue moon. Once in a blue moon. Talk about blue moon. You do like blue moon. I that's do. Right. You do. With with an orange peel, right? Or a whole orange. And I like what the song, it? too. Blue moon. Wow. Would you like to sing? No. Please go ahead and no. sing. I could, I could find the song and you could just sing with it. No. I, like, I could definitely find it because you mentioned that you sang. No. Wow. Wow. She's a little shy, ladies and gentlemen. And she's she's actually not the shy type, though. No, not really. Right? Right? Well, it depends on what it comes. It depends. Depends on what we're talking about. Really? Why? Like what? Oh, there's things. That, come on. Everybody's shy when it comes to something. No way. There, no, I don't think so. I bet I could find something. Find something. Let me know. Okay. Let me know. I'm waiting. That's on the next one. I'm waiting. Not now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a spur of the moment kind of guy. So. Would you keep it PG rated? Uh, well, you could cuss on this uh, uh, program, actually. I, okay. I, I am going to put an explicit sticker on there. Nice. Yeah. We're keeping it adult. Uh, all right. Well, this is, yeah, the, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. That's that's for sure. So you have mm-hmm. a I have project. A project. That you're working on. Yes. What is it? Would you I have like? a few. What would you like to? A few? Got a few different things right. I'm working on. <laughs> Let's start with one of them. My book. Your book. I'm working on writing a book. That's one of them. Yes. And give us a little... Uh, so my book Summer. is it's just going to be uh, it's it's I'm hoping to publish it before I complete my doctorate program. That's the goal. But uh, I might get published afterwards. Um, but my goal is I'm hoping I'm writing it from a, a standpoint to help others who have struggled during their life. Mine is going to be about my abuse that I endured throughout my childhood. Mm, OK, so I'm hoping that that's going to be helpful for others that are out there. So, yeah. And some of the things you experience. And mm-hmm. so basically it's a, just experiences and how you coped with them. Correct. Okay. okay. Correct. So coping. Because, yeah, I needed help with coking, coping when I... Coking? coking? You needed help with coking? <laughs> no. That could be it. Never but, done drugs. Uh, coking, huh? Okay. But I needed... Ha- yeah, I need help with... Uh, I needed help back then with coping. Mm. Because I didn't know how to release everything that was building up when I was younger. So I had outbursts of anger and frustration, which I'm sure a lot of people can, you know, relate to. True. Talk about, yeah, you're right. Talk about coping things that you could use to let out the steam and frustration Mm -hmm. and anger. Honestly, I have a punching bag right in the Mm -hmm. garage that I go into it. Love it. Because it just helps. It, It does. With so much. It makes me sweat. Gets me tired. It just helps. It does. It's it's so yeah. It's it's awesome. I would recommend that to anybody. Literally, punching bags are good. Punching bags, I think, are great. And so, yeah, I, you're you're right. I think everybody copes different with different things. They uh, do. What's another thing that you're working on? Oh gosh, there's so many different things. But uh, my primary focus right now is just getting through my doctorate program and and. You know, at the same time I'm doing that, I have a dissertation I need to write, and I'm trying to figure out what that dissertation is going to be on. I want it to be, I want it to be around military, mm. of course, and I'm hoping to. I was looking at trying to do it with regards to PTSD, but I'm definitely running into a few challenges with that, trying to narrow it down. So your dissertation needs to be on something that's not already published and out there. So it's, it is challenging, a lot of reading to do because you've got to read a lot of research papers out there. So, and I'm trying, there's a lot of research papers out there that are geared towards, um, other countries, military. Yeah. So it's definitely, that's a work in progress. So I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do the book. I'm trying to just focus on work and school and taking care of my boys. And now you might just have added the podcast that you would like to do. I do want to do that. So yes, I'm help. yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. I know. See that? 
That's how things get started. I'm an overachiever. So you are. <laughs> if there's a higher a word that describes a little bit higher than that, then that's definitely you, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. I mean, that's that that's a lot going on right there. Mm-hmm. But again, it's one of those things where you want to help people and that's important. Yeah. That's, you know, it goes back to what we were talking about before your quote with Mark Twain. About, um, by the way, well, I'm going to, I'll end the show with that because I want to end the shows with perfect with quotes. So I I'll definitely it. recite that at the end. But you're right. The, the it quote, ties in. It ties in perfectly mm-hmm. because it's one of those things where I think life, the mission of everyone is to try to find our purpose. Our purpose. What uh, is it that we're about? And self awareness mm-hmm. is huge. I mean, we we're talking about the. I was telling you, telling you about the 16 personalities, right? right? And you mentioned yours. Correct. Where is it? Would you like to reveal that? No. Why not? <laughs> yes, you... I do not. Yes. You can reveal it. You I don't are a uh, E-N-F-J. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that is your personality. And yes. that means... That means would you like to? No, you're that. You're bringing what? it up. That's I am all bringing you. it up because it's <laughs> what? What? Okay. I wasn't divulging that. It's definitely, a, it's an extrovert, intuitive, yes. Yes. feeler. I am all about feeling. And a judger. Well, gosh, I like the way you say judger. Judger. <laughs> <laughs> That's like so harsh. Like you're just oh, I'm sorry. slamming that gavel down. Okay, I could change it. Uh, extrovert, <laughs> intuitive, feeler. Feeler. <laughs> oh, you, your feeling was even mm, feeler. <laughs> you, you, and a judger. You could say feeler and a judger like that. <laughs> right? And what are you, Mr. I? <laughs> I am not going to reveal that. Whatever. No, I'm just kidding. I could reveal it. <laughs> Introvert, intuitive thinker, and I per- perceive? Perceiver? Yep, perceiver? you're a perceiver. That's right. I perceive. That is correct. That's who, that's who I am. Because you sent me this awesome card. No, what was it? An infograph? Yes. Let me see. It was a, yeah, it was a. In fact, here, I'll grab it. So if you're not familiar with what we're talking about. uh, Oh, you're right. It shows the photos. Yes. It is the uh, Myers-Briggs. Yes. The Myers-Briggs, right? Correct. So tell us about your INTP. So my INTP. Which a while back, too, I, I I believe I mentioned I had 16 personalities is the website that my sister had mentioned to me. So when I took it the first time, I that's what I got some information about. And I was totally, I was like, wow, finally I understand kind of myself. Because it explained a lot of things. It does. But on mine, it just says that I'm a rational philosopher. Mm. And I love philosophy. And I do. I do. I, I, I think it's, I heard some. Here's something that I covered in one of the other episodes that I did, but somebody had said on a comment on a website, he said, I'm sick and tired of philosophers telling me how to live my life. <laughs> and I thought to myself, hmm. what? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know they'd tell you how to live your life. I mean, neither. I believe it's just information and you either take it or not take it. Correct. It's how you perceive it. Right. It's your correct. perception of it. Correct. Why, why? Nobody's telling you to live your life. Exactly. It's, it's no different than social media and all this stuff that we see. Nobody's telling you to do it. Nobody's telling you to go buy the iPhone. You're buying the iPhone because you want the iPhone. Because those doggone commercials, and they it. are on top of it with their technology. Right? Nobody can touch them. Yeah. In fact, well, they're untouchable. And my iPhone sucks right now because I have the iPhone 6 and the battery sucks. So it's slow. Moving on. And you, you were having technical difficulties on your phone earlier, right? It was. Were you not? It's okay to admit it. It's okay to admit that. Our phones are old. We clearly need to update to the new eight. Seriously, I need to update. We're slightly outdated. I'm being stubborn about this. I don't know if I want to do it. I'm going to try to hold off as long as I can. I think we might be comical together. You think so? Gosh. I think so. Might have to join me on mine. We might. You're more than welcome to uh, be a regular on this. Right? Right? That's the reason why I said I we're going to have a conversation. Right? That's why I was mentioning to you. Love it. I don't have a script for this. It's just a conversation. Got it. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? 
out of the I'm an outside of the box thinker, by the way. Nice. According according, according to my uh, little infograph here. Mm-hmm. But I will share some. You know what? Maybe you could share the. Oh, it's on there, right? The website where mm, you got this from. No. Personality Central. No, but you can just Google well, images too. and Pinterest. Yeah. It's all over the place. And try to find your personality and all that good stuff. Well, you know, if they go to that sixteen personalities website. Which is funny because my oldest son is the one that turned me on to it. I had taken Myers-Briggs probably a decade ago. And we were sitting in night school together, my oldest son and I. And he's like, hey, mom, take this personality test. I want to see what you are. Which was good because he was intrigued. Mm. Um, but that website gave me a five-page report that told me yeah. you know, all this information. So it's a great way to get more insight about yourself. Right. And it breaks it down, too, by... Your relationships to romance and yeah, and basically your your, your work career. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. what careers and your and your health and mental. I think I only covered all a lot of stuff. Everything. Yeah, I covered a lot yeah. of stuff about yourself. So you really kind of try to understand who you are, which was interesting to me, and so that's why I took it. But I don't know. I just uh, it, I've always found that to be interesting when it comes to trying to understand who you are. Mm-hmm. The self awareness is huge. I think, you know what, I, I'm going to tell you, I think our younger generation is lacking that. You think so? Yeah. I right. do. I think that they're missing it. I think this generation right now is missing it. Why do you think, why do you, and why do you, why do you think that? I mean, like I, of course we all have our own theories because of, for that, because. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get into that, but I mean, I just, it's a different, uh, their focus is different. I think technology has a lot to do with it. Well, most definitely that plays that that is definitely a key component. So they get lost in it. Yeah, absolutely. They let the- I mean, could you imagine if I if I took my son's phone away, he might have withdrawals. Anxiety might kick in. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Like legitimate anxiety. I there, remember. Yeah. There was a study on that. What was there? With people that are used to using their cell phones. So they were there was a study that was done, I think it was for a week. They were told not to touch their phones. Like a lot of times the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning, I go straight to my phone. My phone is my alarm. Though I have a physical wow. alarm clock, I use my phone as my alarm. But I wake up and the first thing I do is I check my text messages and I check my emails. Unless I'm running late. Then I get in the shower and I check all that on the road. Wow. <laughs> on the road? On Well, maybe the while road. I'm in the car and the car is warming up. Wow. On <laughs> so I'm the on road. the pavement. <laughs> Just tell me that you pull over. Just tell me that you pull over and you check your messages and then you get back on the road. Like you're not texting and driving? I don't. Okay, good. Because, yeah, no. That's, that's not, what that's I use. A no-no. Well, I use Siri for that. Uh, right? I, I love it. I do. I use Siri for that. So if I, I get a too. text, although it, 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 but it's one of those things where I already kind of, I know where the button's at. So I'm focused on what I'm doing and I just kind of just hit the button. Say, Siri, read me the text message. She reads it to me. She says, do you, you know, want to reply? I say, yeah. Right. That's good. And then I just say it about 10 times, though. The 10th time, it, it gets it. It gets it exactly word for word. You because know? your speaker is not close enough to your mouth. Because the phone sucks now, I think, is what it is. Is you got too much lint in there? Probably. <laughs> you know what? I, never, I haven't checked my phone for lint. I'm going to have to do that. You should. I bet if you if you seriously blew it out, that's, you'd be oh, amazed. That's disgusting. I didn't even know that. You know what? You're right. How I'm much, telling you. Like we were watching the Super Bowl trophy being passed down, right? Where they were oh, bringing it up. And everybody was touching it. How much... How much Germs, germs is on. How much do you think? Yeah, germs is like, oh, uh, <laughs> they should actually somebody should do a test on that. And Clorox wipes here, we go, go in there, grab some samples, swabs, and it's like, all right, let's go see how much bacteria is on here. Ew. Can you imagine that? God, no, I think no, that would be uh, that would be crazy. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> be I'm, yuck. Not, I'm not kidding, <laughs> that would just be awesome. <clears throat> but, anyways, anything else you would like to share? No, I'm good. That's it, that's it. I'm all talked out. Uh, I guess so. For somebody that likes to talk. <laughs> what? She's, wow, she's all out of words. Do you know men speak like a few, like they, there's so many hundreds of words they speak a day, but women are thousands. Did you know that? I can't remember the exact number. I read a, I read a book, a psychology book that talked about that. It's like women speak, a, I want to say it's like four to 5,000 words per day and men are in the hundreds. Yeah. So men, take a mental note. 
And that's just spoken words. That's not text messages. Correct. Spoken uh, what verbal about words. Text, I'm curious about text messages. Somebody I don't know. needs to come up with the test about that as well. Okay. Because if you combine them, oh, I bet you it's somewhere around the 15,000 word per day for women. Maybe. Okay. But think about it, right? So women, like if we were to look at our text messages, I probably sent you more and you do shorter responses. Let me see. Take a look. Let me take a look. I'm going to bet you because women talk more. You're so going to bet me. Right? A betting woman. Well, not Let's always. See. Let's find out here. Okay. No. Take, take a gander. No. Take a gander. Look at this. No, I'm looking right now and I am... No. Oh, you know what? That's because you're an intellectual. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no, I, I I'm have, just kidding. I have something I to say. Know. And you're right. I, really? Look. Seriously? I am looking... Look at this. Look at that. Well, okay, that one does. I don't know what you were doing there, but well, that's because you separated it. But look, like if you look at it, huh. you did send me a lot of pictures on that one. But look, look, look at all my blue. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, right? you weren't really a lot of short responses. That's right? pretty good. Well, it depends. Oh, nice job. It Give me five. Okay, <laughs> that was a solid five. That was. You have to hear it on the mic. <laughs> you have to hear it on the mic. Oh, then we gotta do it again. All right, ready? Boom. All right, no. Got it? You got it? All right. I heard it. I think we, I heard I think it. we got that. I heard it. But I, no, you see, but that, that makes sense. But I am curious about that, though. But you're right. When it comes, when it comes to that, all right? Like the dating psychology, for example. Let's talk. Let's, oh, let's, no. Dating psychology. No way. We're, almost, we're almost at our mark. Dating psychology, right? Okay. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Oh, you don't. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I'm talking look. to some, She doesn't know anything. Okay, go ahead. Look what? <laughs> By the way, this is audio, so nobody could look. I could look at you because you're <laughs> sitting next to me here. All right, we're in the same room, and I'm looking at you. Okay. Dating psychology. I mean, what? Mm. What's going on with women? For. From your perspective, I mean, when it comes to dating, for example, I don't know. What, yes, you do. N none of my friends are single. None no. of my girlfriends are single. They're all married still. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about your experience. Okay, my what's, experience what, is what? Yeah, what's your perspective when it comes to that? Like dating for you? For for you? I mean, I mean, I didn't I didn't get into dating until last year. So, so I, from the time, <clears throat> so from the time that. I ended my marriage. Right. Uh, about three years before I. Before you decided to say, get out right, there. let yeah. me let me get out there and, and start and start dating. And I think for me, I mean, I'm 42 years old, so my focus was more of you know I want to I want to figure out who I am without a partner in crime. Mm. What is it that I want out of life? Has that changed? Is it still the same? Um, and then I wanted to enjoy that time with my boys. I mean. You know, it's not going to be too long. I've got my youngest as a senior in high school now, so he's going to be leaving soon. My oldest just joined the military. He's going to be, you know, leaving the nest here in the next week or two or a few days. Right. So I think for me, it was just more of focusing on what it is that I want before I get out there and try and introduce someone into my life. Which, you see, that's, that's what's interesting to me, especially because, again, men in the, in the dating field... I mean, obviously, it's changed. It's changed as the years go by. All right. Mm -hmm. We're in an era now where it's all about technology. It is interesting. So I did not want to get on any dating apps whatsoever. And it was my therapist that suggested that I did. Right. No, oh, thank you. So it was my therapist that suggested that I get out there and try a dating app. I had no desire to. Hmm. Yeah. So mm. then I... I got on there and I, you know, I filled out everything I need to fill out. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, but it was really good. So the very first one I did was eHarmony and I got to do it for free because they were doing like a free. Oh, wow. eHarmony. Oh, that is phenomenal. Is like, it? I, I would have to tell you, I would just. That was too lengthy for me. No, but it gives you, but you would enjoy it. If you actually truly went and did it, you would enjoy it because it gives you, it is a full book about you. Oh, they do the personality thing too? They, the whole thing is personality. Oh. It took me two and a half nights to get it. Whoa. To finish all of it. Wow. Well, but I mean, I, 
you know, I get home from work, my times would vary. So, sure. you know, one night I might spend a couple of hours. Next time I spend one hour. But yeah, it was very lengthy, but it was definitely worth it. They, I would bet you their algorithm for matching has got to be spot on. Pretty darn near. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's got to be pretty good. I really do think so. And I would tell you probably across the board on all the websites, they probably are going to be in the top 10 as far as success rate. I would venture to say. Yeah, pro- yeah I've seen some of that. You're right. Just because it truly is in depth where you look at the other sites. No, it's whatever I leave about myself. I could paint any picture I wanted to about myself. I could be some freaking amazing super rock star when really I could just be the hermit crab at home who's never set foot out of her house and gets groceries delivered. What's wrong with getting groceries delivered? Well, I'm just saying, like, I don't even leave the house to get groceries. <laughs> Heck, I don't even use my car or put gas in it. You know what I mean? Whoa. Like, I could be that kind of person. True. I could paint myself anything I wanted to be online. Of, of course. What's that word? Catfish? Oh, yeah. Catfishing. Right? And they even did a show about that because it's so common. Yeah, and that is the biggest fear. You're right. Is that you get catfished. Right. By the way. That's probably horrible. But, I mean, I admire the fact. But you're right. I mean, I I tried eHarmony once, probably. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. Too many questions. But I guess you're right. If you want in-depth, that's it. That's the way to go. Because yeah, everything else isn't. And I think you get a better quality. It's not like I'm on Tinder trying to get a quick, you know, night of fun in. Tinder? What is that? I don't know what that is. Swipe right, swipe that's left. <laughs> oh, that's my, Tinder. My, okay, so... <laughs> My okay, my youngest was sixteen at the time when he educated me about Tinder. Oh, he knew what Tinder was. What? Yep. He's like, Mom, don't even get on that. He said that site is for a quick night of fun in the sack. Wow. Yeah. It's like you're not going to find quality. Well, and the reason is, <laughs> oh yeah, I, I've I've checked it out before, and yeah, it's because how much? What can you get with swipe right, swipe left? Sometimes. It's, it's I don't know, difficult. but aren't most of them it's that way? Difficult. Aren't most of the sites that way now? You're swiping right or left. That that became a trend. Sure, because it's convenient to do so. Right. And you get a quick little snippet. If you take the time to actually read. Right. Because not everybody does. People select on pictures instead of uh, anything that's else. That's exactly it. And yeah. which, which is appearance first. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. But you do not get to know the person until you actually meet them. Yeah, I think. But, you know, here's my... Here's where I'm at, right? So I'm not a person that gets wrapped up in what someone looks like because nine times out of ten, I find that's rather disappointing. They're uh, lacking in everything else that goes with it. Very. So if you just go off looks, well, you might just get just looks. Mm. And they got nothing else to go with it. They're and, lacking in the brains. And that goes both ways. Because mm-hmm. we had a conversation about that. And one thing that we were talking about was the differences between men and women. Absolutely. Right? Bean. So women are emotional. Their needs are emotionally based. And men, their needs are physical. So sex is the primary. There's a great book that I that I read. I have no desire to specialize in marriage and family therapy. However, there's a wonderful book out there. I can't think of the author. But um, it's His Needs, Her Needs. Phenomenal. His he, Needs, Her Needs. Yep, his needs, her needs. It is definitely for anybody who is looking to get into marriage and family therapy or they, you know, they want to primarily focus on how to improve their marriage and connect better with their partner. That is the book. It is a very good book. And uh, his needs, her needs. And the first thing it talks about is women need to come to grips with understanding that men are sexual beings. That's what they want. Hmm. And men need to understand that women need the emotional connection. And if both are getting those first level of needs met, there's five needs total. That book talks about five needs. Each of us have five needs. And what those order of needs are can vary from person to person. But the standard across the board for men, number one, is always sex, the physical. Right. And for women, number one is always the emotional. We need that connection. Hmm. It can't just be the physical for us. So, yeah. And then it goes on, you know. It talks about other things and, and, you know, discovering what those are. And what's so great is in the back of the book, it actually has the quizzes, if you will, the surveys that you complete and it will tell you what your needs are. So when you say emotional, 
Is that does it vary between women? What emotional could mean? Is it listening? Is it dialoguing? Mm. Is it no? It's it's for the most part it's it's consistently the same across the board. And that is <laughs> that is well. So the end of the day, gents. What women want is we want to be connected to you. So we want to understand what you're feeling, what you're thinking. We want you to know what we're feeling and what we're thinking. We need you to open it up. See, that's what it takes. Yes. Open up open yourself. Up. Yes. Stop being a dig on lock box. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it. Open up. Simple. It is so simple. That is that is too simple. I don't understand why men make it more complicated than what it needs to be. Because I think coming out and saying what you just said mm-hmm. doesn't sell books. <laughs> oh, nice! Don't you see they have to read books? I mean, there, there have people have to sell books, right? They have to write books, go the long way. <laughs> and what the, what do they say? The shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Correct. But let me tell you something: straight line sometimes is boring. So you have to take the scenic route, uh-huh. go around, and you do this and that, and that's why because that is such a simple response. I mean, that's it. That, well, that that's I mean, actually. I'll be honest with you. Well, I guess because there is some guys that are not open like that. Obviously, no. obviously, obviously. Most men aren't. Because we were talking about the divorce rate. Yes. Last oh. time too, mm-hmm. right? And in the military, it's high, extremely high. It is high. high. It is high. That is definitely it. But I think that also has to do with the dynamics of the lifestyle that we live. Mm. There's a lot more stress, a lot more pressure. And there's a lot of solitude like for the wife, Yes. Or the husband, too, because there's husbands that stay at home. Absolutely, there are. Yes. And that's there's separation and there's just, yeah, I guess the different needs, like you mentioned. Women Absolutely. Women want emotion, men want physical. And next thing you know, things happen. Yep. Don't work out. Hmm. Well, I'm telling you, that is some interesting information. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure a lot of people would like it too. That's that's valuable, I think, to know that. So, yeah. Wow. Well, anything else you would like to share before we close out? No, no. But I appreciate uh, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to share. Yeah, because that's what life is about. <laughs> it's about sharing. Is sharing is caring. I was just gonna say that. Right? That is true. Beat you to the punch. I you like gotta it. wake up earlier than I. That is true. <laughs> That's very true. You gotta get there faster. So at, I always want to end with a quote and this one quote that I tend to have on my on my phone on my as my screensaver. It's to remind me on a daily basis of this, because I think it's important that you actually remind yourself of things so that you're able to Find whatever it is you're trying to find, I guess is what I'm saying. Because everybody, for everybody, it's different. So I think it's very important. But for me, so the quote is, the two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. By Mr. Mark Twain. What do you, when you hear that, what do you think about that? Like that quote? Well, I mean, I I will tell you 100% that resonates with me. And I think the reason why is because everything I went through, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And so I believe that everything I went through, um, you know, it, it brought me to where I'm at today and, and what I want to do, which is give back to others, hmm. be able to take the the things that I've went through and um, share with others to help them, to give them the strength to move forward and to know that they can come out on the other side. Hmm. So for me, it's it's true. It's the day when it all comes together for you and you figure out why you're on this earth and what you're supposed to do. Nice. Yep. I like that. I like that response. <laughs> all right. So we'll end with that. Our special guest, Jacqueline, thank you thank for you. being here live, Ooh, live and in person. Right. Appreciate that. So with that, till next time. It's me signing off. See ya. Well, there you have it, folks. That was the episode with Jacqueline. 
As I mentioned, a very bright and interesting woman. She is a lot to say and a lot of information. So hopefully you got something out of this episode that you can implement into your life because, again, that is the important part. Implementing does no good just to listen to information without putting it to use. So hopefully it's something that you can take away and uh, put it to use and, yeah, have some life changes. So with that being said, I want to thank you once again for listening in and appreciate your time. Until next time, take care.